Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hidden, a true crime podcast. A forensic psychologist and a journalist explore the hidden motives behind unthinkable crimes while examining our deepest fears along the way. Hey everyone, fixing the mic. Didn't want to go late, any later. Uh, I have some bombshell news um, that I want to share when it comes to the Daybell case. And I don't say that lightly. Um, A confidential source has reached out um, and has told us some really interesting information that I I, want to share here and that I have permission, certain parts of what the confidential source told us, permission to share that. Um, And and we'll get right to it. This won't be a long live because uh, I'll just share this information. I, I wanted to jump on here and share this information tonight. And John and I, uh, Dr. John, my co-host and husband, uh, the two of us, we've been following this Daybell case now for four years. It's not over. It's such an important case to continue following because Chad Daybell, who's been charged in multiple murders, still has his trial. And uh, Lori is still going to be tried in Arizona. It's it's uh, so important we keep following this case. And, and many of you that are following this Daybell case know a lot has happened this week. Many motions filed by prior, the, the thought and talk that some of these uh, imply that Chad is already throwing his wife under the bus for his trial to say she's the ringleader, she's the instigator, she is the person solely to blame, and she manipulated Chad. We're going to get into all of that on Saturday, Saturday's Hidden Hour. It's been a long time since John and I had a hidden hour when, uh, when it came to the Daybell case. And we're going to talk about all of that, as well as the news I'm about to share with you tonight. So before we share that news, let's go over once again uh, with a one of the key players, a, a key witness in the Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell case. And her name is Audrey Baratero. Audrey testified at the grand jury indictment and Sean Little Bear, an interview that I did years ago was the, one of the first to bring Audrey up. He described Audrey as someone that was speaking to Chad all of the time. One of his good friends as well. Someone who was connected to the dream girls, the dream girls, uh, for those that don't know is, is a group of, females, women actually, that would discuss dreams and visions in the last days. There's a textbook that I often hold up 
uh, about dreams and visions. I'm looking at my desk to see if I have it right now. And I do not have it. I do not have it. Um, it's somewhere. But this textbook, I, I constantly hold up to show what is taught at preparing a people or was taught at preparing a people and similar to these other prepping groups in a vow that, that was the dream girls. Um, Audrey was connected to them. She wasn't the one teaching these classes, but according to Sean little bear in my interview, that's how he explained Audrey. So that that's what we knew about Audrey until she testified at Lori Vallow's trial. And we were all wondering about Audrey. Oh, and there's one other thing. One other thing that's really important about Audrey. I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. Hopefully I'll pull it up. Let's see here. Thank you for those that are just getting here. Let everybody know we're here. I see there's about 900 of us here. I, I love that for, for a impromptu live. Um, you guys want to hear this. Anyone following the Daybell case, you're going to want to hear this. So one other thing I want to pull up about Audrey. Okay. Can you guys see? Oh no, that is not what I wanted to pull up. So let me stop sharing this. Um, okay. Let's try this again. What I'm wanting to share is this. I don't know if you guys remember this is Chandler police department, Chandler police department. Uh, let me zoom it in for y'all. This is the trust levels. Do you guys remember the trust levels? There's so much with this case, isn't there? So much with this case. Um, let me try to make it a little bit bigger here. One of the things with this case that we're revisiting right now is Chad sent Lori a list of people and their levels of trust, who to trust the most. And uh, if you guys went back and revisited it, it seems like the people that they're supposed to trust the most is, is Melanie Gibb and then Zulema. See, we're looking here in the descending order, but actually, and, and so 97 is really trusting. So Melanie Gibb is really trusting. Melanie Boudreaux is an 85. Serena and Christina, they're 18 and eight. They're low on the trust level. Jason, that would be Jason Mao, 31. Summer's a 40. Lori's own sister, Chad Dable's like, meh, middle, don't trust Summer. 100 on the trust level, according to Chad. I think one thing we don't ever look at very often is, is this. Look down here, because it's at the bottom. It's confusing. Barry's an eight. Janie, Janice, I believe, 15. Adam, don't trust Adam. Stacy, Talia, Audrey, right there. And Raphael, do you know who Raphael is? Raphael is Chad. Audrey and Chad, they're 100 on the, on the, on the trust level. So that's important. That's who Audrey is. So do we remember who Audrey is? Okay. Yes. Let's now share something from Audrey's testimony. Something she said in her testimony, her testimony itself was a bombshell. That testimony alone, we're going to be revisiting some of it on Saturday night too. And one of the most draw-jopping moments, and we'll listen to that later in the live, is this threat 
that she says Lori gave her when she, so she was with Audrey was with Lori and Melanie Boudreaux in Hawaii when Tammy Daybell was killed. After that, they went from Hawaii to Rexburg. And then according to Audrey, things got weird. And she was like, you know what? I'm out. I'm out. Peace out. And that is according to Audrey when Lori threatened her. Let's listen to just one little piece of that threat. Because a lot of people talk about the threat, this, this threat. And it's, it's, it's wild. It was a bombshell. It was almost unbelievable. I sat in court. I was there at the trial sitting in court when this came down and I was like, I, I don't know if I can believe this. Dr. John and I were able to do a podcast and he, he allowed me to, to, to see it a different way. And I, I now believe Audrey, um, as does Dr. John, that this threat from Lori Vallow happened. But, but here's a part of that threat that I think oftentimes I've gone back and I've listened to this since the confidential source reached out. So the confidential source didn't tell me about this. I went back and revisited Audrey's testimony. And this part is really important. So let's listen. And this is on the Hidden True Crime channel. We have Audrey, uh, Audrey Baratero's full court testimony, two hours on our channel. We're going to share this. All right. So let's just start right here and listen to this one part. Overruled. Did she ever say, I killed my kids and I'm going to kill you too? Objection beyond the scope. Overruled. No, I knew nothing about her children. Right. She Did she say, I killed Charles and I'll kill you too? She didn't talk about Charles. Nothing like that, right? She brought up being at the scene, watching someone take their last breaths. And you have previously tested. I, she brought up, Lori brought up being at a scene, watching someone take their last breath. Does anybody else remember this part of the trial? I do remember it. I do. That's why I went looking for it. I was like, she said that she said that at the trial. And, um, I, I remember that. Right. So I went back to just re-listen to how she, she said it again. And there it is. And I, I remember many people speculated then on some really horrendous, um, thoughts that what, what happened. And, uh, I, I rem and, uh, you know, was it JJ? Was it Tylee? Who, who was it? Well, I'm going to read to you what I'm allowed to say from the confidential source. And I'm going to read it because, because I don't want to get it wrong. There was a lot more said by this confidential source. And I did vet this source. I guess I want you to know, I vetted the source. They stated a few things. I checked it out. I did a background check. I've verified this person and how they are connected to Audrey, who I can say they, they spoke to. So, um, that they, that they, that they would have, it would have made sense that they, they talked. So 
I'm going to read it because there are many things this confidential source told me, and I'm only allowed to say this part. So I'm, I'm going to read it to make sure I have it right. So a confidential source, again, that I have vetted, this confidential source spoke directly to Audrey. And this source tells me that Audrey told them that Lori told her, told Audrey, Lori told Audrey, that Lori said to Audrey that Lori watched Joe Ryan take his last breath and that Lori enjoyed it. Lori implied someone else was there when Joe took his last breath and that Lori was grateful Joe's body was not found for days. That's all I can share right now. So I'm just going to read it one more time. This confidential source that I have vetted spoke directly to Audrey. The source tells me that Audrey told them that Lori told her, told Audrey, that Lori said to Audrey that Lori watched Joe Ryan take his last breath and that Lori enjoyed it. Lori implied someone else was there when Joe took his last breath and that Lori was grateful Joe's body was not found for days. So for those new to this case, let's just explain again who Joe Ryan is. Joe Ryan is Lori Vallow, Daybell's third husband. Joe is the father to Tylee Ryan, victim Tylee Ryan, six-year-old Tylee Ryan. We'll never, never see her 17th birthday because of what was done to her. Joe was her father, her biological father. Joe lost his life in 2018 on April 2nd, 2018-ish. That's when they have as the death day. We actually don't know because his body wasn't found. It was reported. And then back then, while his body was quite decomposed by the time he was found in his apartment, um, they did deem it natural causes from a heart attack. Now, uh, it was released an audio recording of Lori Vallow Daybell at um, an audio recording at um, Melanie Gibbs home, like a fireside in 2018, a religious gathering where they're all sharing their testimonies of Jesus Christ. For those to remember in October of 2018. So months after Joe Ryan died of this alleged heart attack, Lori was quoted as saying, I was going to murder him. I was going to kill him, like the scriptures say, like Nephi, just to stop the pain, to stop him coming after me and to stop him coming after my children, end quote. That uh, recording, as well as uh, a few other things that took place, um, in allowed the Phoenix Police Department to reopen Joe Ryan's case. Uh, they opened, reopened that case in 2021 and they closed it again confirming again that uh, Joe Ryan died of natural causes. There is no open case for Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan, there it is. it was before that Lori met Chad. It has nothing to do with the case at hand. But Joe Ryan is certainly someone everyone has speculated about, and we continue speculating about him. I cannot 
come here and confirm anything with you. All I can tell you is what this confidential source that I vetted has told me and what they have told me I'm allowed to say. And that is what I have shared. Yes, she was married to Charles in 2018. This is what happened to Joe. It was her ex-husband at the time, if I didn't make that clear. Joe had been a longtime ex-husband at this point. At this point, by the time um, he lost his life. I am not saying that Joe Ryan was murdered. I am not coming here to confirm anything. Please listen to my words carefully. I am telling you what a confidential source told me that they said Audrey told them. Take that for what it is. It's pretty big. And again, there, there's some additional information. I just, I can't share it right now. So yes, there is, there is more I cannot tell you. I think that one thing I want to do right now is re-listen to some of Audrey's testimony, just about five minutes, then we'll call it a live and plan on John and I doing a daybell hit an hour this Saturday evening, uh, 6.30 p.m. Pacific time, that's 7.30 Mountain, 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern. I'll have a link before you know it, but I don't have one right now. So hit subscribe, hit notifications so that you can see that link when it's, when it's arrived. So let's go ahead. I just want to go back and listen to a little bit more of Audrey's testimony. And then we will be talking about this more later. Um, this part of the testimony, just so you know, Audrey is dropping this bombshell about being threatened. And then it concludes. And, um, and then the defense takes the stand and they ask her, they, they cross-examine her. So, so let's take a listen to this. I'm going to pull up a certain time. Okay, we're going to start at 151. Okay, let's see. I have a visitor, I think. Okay. And I think, Audrey, you indicated this was when you, when defense counsel asked you why you ended the friendship, and that was in what month? In October 2019. Okay. Yes, I had already made plans to leave because I prayed about it and felt like I needed to leave and end the friendship. And I was leaving early the next morning. And Lori and I were the only ones in the hall, in her place at the time. And I told her that I was going to go upstairs and pack my bag and just go to bed early because I didn't want to spend more time with her. And as I went to go and do that, I asked her the question, is there anything weird going on that I don't know about. And she said, no, what do you mean? And I said, I don't know anything. And she said, no, 
So I took her at her word because I'm a trusting person. And she's, as soon as I turned to start to go up the stairs, she started laughing, the kind of laugh as if you're laughing at someone or thinks something's hilarious. And she said to me, you're so naive and too trusting. You're like a little child. You'll believe anything anyone would tell you. And she said, you think the world is all unicorns and rainbows. You go around helping people, serving them. Well, I've got news for you. Not everyone's a good person. And not everyone can afford to be so nice and kind. And as she said that she, so I want to just focus on what threats she made to you. She threatened to kill me. Okay. Did she say how? Yes. She said, she said that she would come cut me up and something about that she wasn't in the mental place to do that but that she would get herself in that place to be able to do it but that she didn't want to have to because it'd be so messy and there'd be so, so much blood and the, the bleach and something about trash bags and that she, and that she would bury me worse she would no one would ever find me. I don't think I have any other questions, Your Honor. Thank you. All right, Ms. Rawlings. You may, Mr. Archibald. So this uh, diabolical conversation that you're having with Lori in October of 2019, was this uh, in Idaho? Yes. You'd been with her previously in October of 2019 in Missouri, right? Yes. You'd been with Lori previously in October of 2019 in Hawaii, right? Yes. And then you had been, then you followed Lori from Hawaii to Idaho in October of 2019, right? Yes. And then uh, you decide it's time to go home to Missouri. I'm sorry. I didn't follow her. I did not follow Lori. Okay. Uh, you just happened to go from one state where you were vacationing with her to her place where she lived. But you're saying that's not false. Objection, fall. argumentative. That's sustained. So this conversation in Idaho is before you go to the temple or after you go to the temple? After. And um, so you're saying she starts laughing and talks about unicorns and rainbows and that she would cut me up 
and put me in trash bags. So, yeah, she mentioned trash bags. Uh, why? Objection calls for speculation. Overruled. Did she ever say, I killed my kids and I'm going to kill you too? Objection beyond the scope. Overruled. No, I knew nothing about her children. Right. She Did she say, I killed Charles and I'll kill you too? She didn't talk about Charles. Nothing like that, right? She brought up being at the scene, watching someone take their last breaths. And you have. Again, just a really interesting moment that I went back to watch. She told me that she was at the scene watching someone take their last breath. And once again, I'm just going to read it again. A confidential source I have vetted spoke to Audrey. Source tells me that Audrey told them that Lori told her, told Audrey, that Lori said to Audrey that Lori watched Joe Ryan take his last breath that Lori enjoyed it. They implied someone else was there and that Lori was glad that Joe's body was not found for days. We'll talk more about this Saturday night, uh, but I felt it was important to get out there and the confidential source felt it was important to get out there. It's one reason they reached out to me. So. Thank you to those confidential sources that trust us. All right. We'll see you guys. Bye. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.